0: Wall fans, welcome to episode 31 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, coming at you with a new episode. We do have the live feed going tonight, so bear with me. Those of you that are only listening to the podcast, uh, you should definitely listen to the podcast, but also check out our live feeds uh, on Facebook on YouTube, everything get, gets posted up to YouTube as well, so check us out there, and we're going to get into some more of that. So, kicking things off with the opening. As always, you can communicate with me and the entire Go Tell it to the Wall team through Facebook at facebook.com slash Go Tell to the Wall. You can also connect on Twitter, at Tell the Wall Pod, or my personal Twitter account, which is at Magic Muppet. Of course, you can just search Go Tell it to the Wall or Sean Work and you're going to find either one of those. Not as much happening on Twitter. Uh, I wish I was maybe like ten years younger and and really up on the Twitter game, but the the honest answer is I'm just not. Uh, but if we get some more followers and everything, maybe we'll we'll push some more content content out to Twitter as well as Facebook and all the other good stuff, um, and of course you can search on YouTube, just search Go Tell It to the Wall, and you're going to see all of our lovely videos up there as well, uh, and of course, still working on Sean Work Live, that is coming up shortly, uh, it's just difficult to get things done when you have a 10-month-old at home, and it's just not a high priority, it's not, I'll be honest, it's not, but it's coming soon, coming soon, Sean O'Rourke Live.com as well, uh, so i I'm going to kick things off. If you caught the teaser video on Facebook, those of you that are watching on Facebook Live, and again, feel free to comment there. I'm hoping that Bridget joins as well because she tends to keep me in line, and I'm going to apologize in advance because it's going to get a little crazy tonight. It's going to get a little crazy. It's it's That's just what's going to happen, uh, and, and if you're not sure why, just stick around, and you will know why, uh, and most likely you are sure why because some stuff was happening last weekend, and we're going to talk about it we're going to talk about it and we're going to talk about that freaking orange menace. We're going to talk about that as well. All while still not being political. It's amazing how you can how you can stay away from political topics by just using common sense because all of it's common sense. This isn't bipartisan. This isn't, you know, democratic, republican. No, no. This is common sense. This is common sense and we're going to get into it. Uh, and like I said on the teaser video, probably gonna lose some subscribers tonight. I'm probably, so those of you that are out there listening, watching, and agreeing with me, make sure you share this, uh, because we're gonna lose some tonight. It's, it's just gonna happen. We're gonna lose some, and personally, I just don't care. I don't care, because we're gonna call a spade a spade, and we're gonna call an orange menace an orange menace when it's an orange menace. Uh, so... One thing I do want to kick off with right now, because we are going to get into these protests. If you're watching on Facebook Live or if you're seeing this on YouTube, you notice that I'm wearing my New England Patriots shirt tonight. Yes, I've also got a New England Patriots jersey hanging in the background. Why? Because I am showing my support for my team that has nothing to do with politics and everything to do with role models and what they put forth and everything else and what they stand up for and the fact that they have a right to do that. So I want to start right now at the top of the show because everyone's been talking about this since last weekend, really over the past year, but it really ramped up last weekend when this so-called orange menace that some people call the president saw fit to use the word son of a bitch in a speech. Mm, Yeah, and we're supposed to call you the president when you use words like that in a freaking speech? Come on, man. Come on, man. I can use those words because I have a stupid little podcast where I yell at a wall once a week. You know? You shouldn't be doing that. You're pres you can do that at home, you know. Not really not at home, you're in a way. Do that with your friends, whatever. Don't do it in a speech. Don't do it in a speech. But what's happened is this has come across and everyone's calling it anthem protests. National anthem protests. Well, I have some news for you. It's not a freaking national anthem protest and it never Was it never was it never and it never will be not what these people are sit or kneeling down for sitting down for or for lack of better words standing up for so from now on wall fans everyone who's close to go tells the wall podcast and really if you're not this is what we're going to do it is no longer being called the anthem protest it should not be called the anthem protest because no one is protesting the freaking national anthem you know what they're protesting racial injustice. There's a big difference. Nobody's protesting the military. Nobody's protesting the flag. No one's protesting a silly little song that's supposed to be a March song that everyone has turned into a pop song. Think about that. No. They are kneeling down for racial injustice. So from here on out, I'm going to do my best to refer to it as the racial injustice protest because that's what it is. Nobody is protesting our country. No one is protesting a flag. No one is protesting the military and no one is protesting a song. They're protesting for racial injustice. And if you can't get that through your head, Turn off my podcast right now. Stop watching on the live stream. Just turn it off. If you're watching on YouTube, turn it off. Because you ain't going to like what I got to say. Because I'm calling a spade a spade. I'm calling an orange menace an orange menace. And I'm calling hypocrisy what it is. And that's hypocrisy. So we're getting that out of the way at the top of the show. This is a racial injustice protest. Not an anthem protest. Get it right. Get it right. And that is common sense. That's what it is. It's common sense. It's not a protest against the military. Come on now. All right, let's lighten it up a little bit. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Right, wall fans? Uh, I'm doing this on top of the show just so I don't forget. I tend to do it in the middle, and I end up forgetting, and that would be the beer of the week. I didn't post the beer of the week this week. You know why? Because I bought the beer of the week this week as I was out walking with my daughter <laughs> at Galco's, which is the local uh, old-fashioned grocery store thing. I don't know. They sell a lot of beer. So I went there and picked up a little bit of Prankster, which is a Belgian-style gold golden ale. Uh, from North Coast Brewing Company. North Coast Brewing Company. They're out of Fort Bragg, California, uh, and that is. This is actually one of my favorite beers. Is this Prankster? It's spelled with a Q. So if you're looking for it, it's, it's spelled with a Q instead of a K. The Q is where the K is. It is a fantastic beer. I thoroughly enjoy it, uh, and so if you if you enjoy good beers, especially if you like a, a like Belgian beers, and I would call this kind of the balance of all beers because i'm a hoppy beer drinker i have been for a very very long time just i have been uh you know so i I like my beers hoppy and flavorful i I don't really drink lagers and that kind of stuff uh this isn't this isn't really hoppy but it's extremely flavorful it's a golden ale in a belgian style thoroughly enjoy it if you're a beer drinker i highly recommend checking it out um really Unless you're one of those people that really doesn't like like beer and you just like uh you know ciders, then yeah you know keep drinking your cider. If you're a beer drinker, you're gonna enjoy this. I can pretty much promise you. I I haven't met anyone that's tried this beer and hasn't liked it. So that's that's the Prankster Belgian Style Golden Ale from North Coast Brewing Company in Fort Bragg, California. Check them out. I've had some North Coast Brewing on the podcast before, just never the Prankster. Uh, they they, they do the Red Seal Ale, the Scrimshaw. They do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, So check them out. They also did that terrible beer that I didn't like. the Whatever, that fake beer. I can't even remember what it's called. They put it out of my head. It was so bad. Uh, And I'm sure people enjoy it. I just, I personally, I don't like it. Oh, we didn't get the GoPro going here. All right. So so many things going on. I didn't start the GoPro. Okay. We're still on the opening, believe it or not, Wall fans. All right. One more thing I want to talk about at the top of the show. Not lighthearted, but important. As you know here at Go Tell to the Wall... I, we, and really most of our fans are big proponents of mental health awareness. And I've talked about Chester Bennington a couple of times on the show now, ever since he unfortunately committed suicide and took his own life uh, and is no longer with us. Recently, over the past couple of weeks, uh, to Linda Bennington, who is Chester's widow, uh, his, was his wife, uh, also the mother of his children. I know he has at least one. T- I can't remember if he has more than one. Um, I think he has a couple. Uh, don't nobody hold me to that. I'm just ignorant to that. Uh, but she shared a video of him hours before his death, and I implore you. I'll, and I'll, I'll probably share this on the Facebook page, facebook.com/go tell to the wall. Uh, but it, you know, if you're not on that page or you, you don't have access to Facebook, I implore you just search it on YouTube. Search it really anywhere. Uh, I uh, specifically was looking at it on HuffPost, um, but it's really all over the place. I'm seeing it in a lot of different places, just kind just kind of everywhere. Uh, but I implore you to check this out because. Really, everyone, you know, you see this, this mental health awareness and all these other things and, and people are like, you know, here this is the face of, of mental illness. This is the face of depression and everything else. I'll tell you, most of the time, they've got that wrong. They've got that wrong. And this video of Chester Bennington is the perfect example of it. This video was taken hours before he took his own life. And he is sitting there laughing and having a good time with his friends and family, sitting at a table and just laughing and just and having the time of his life. You would think that this is one of the happiest guys that you've ever seen on video. You would think that. However, hours later, he took his own life because of depression and because of everything else that he was dealing with. And the reason I bring this up, and the reason this is so important, is because this is something that we, as a society, need to learn to recognize. Now, I know this firsthand, firsthand. In fact, it's, it's happened to me recently. Today, the ashes of my, my little kitty cat figment were brought back, hand-delivered to the house. I talked to the guy that delivered him for about five minutes, just small talk and everything else. I seemed happy and just totally normal. He probably didn't even think that any kind of sadness like was in me at that moment. What happened was I took the ashes, I walked inside. Thank God my daughter was napping uh, because I sat on the couch and I cried for a good 30, 45 minutes. That's what I did. So I know this firsthand because the thing is when you have mental illness, you don't open up to everyone. You don't show it. You don't wear that on your sleeve most of the time. You just don't. I've run in... You know, when people learn that that I suffer from OCD and OAD, most of them are like, I had no idea. I had no idea you had that kind of anxiety. I had no idea you had obsessive-compulsive disorder. Well, because I don't show it to everyone. Now, my wife, my mother, my close friends, most of yes, they're aware of it. I'm a little more comfortable with them. But I don't show it to just every day, you know? And even Chester Bennington, he's sitting there with his family, he's not even showing it to them in that moment. And again... That's why this is important. We need to be aware of this, and we need to be aware that you're not just going to see it right in your face. You're not. But chances are, everyone listening out there on the podcast, everyone watching on Facebook Live, everyone that is, uh, see, and Bree's on there, and Bree, I'm sure you can speak to this as well, one of my friends is watching on the Facebook Live right now, Uh, is, everyone has a friend that is suffering from something, maybe it's not that serious, but Everybody, unless you're a hermit and you have like two friends, you know, maybe those two friends don't, everyone out there watching on Facebook Live, watching on YouTube, wherever it is, you have a friend that suffers from some kind of mental illness and just be aware of it. Be a support, you know, don't go up to them. And, oh, you look like you're having, no, just, just be a support in any way you can. Chances are maybe one day they will come to you looking for something, looking for just a, a shoulder to cry on, looking for an ear to listen. That's when you need to step up. And that's why that's important. And that's why we left it in the opening because, as you know, at Go Tell Us The Wall, huge, huge proponents of mental health awareness. Huge. Because it is one of the most important things out there. And obviously there's all kinds of other diseases out there that are just as important. But they don't sit there silently the way that mental illness does a lot of times. So. All right. Let's move along. Oh, boy. Shouldn't have put this one. You know what? I'm going to switch this and we're going to come back to this. I do a little outlining. If you're watching on Facebook, I'll hold it up there. I have this nice little black and red notebook. Uh, I've actually gone through a couple of them in, in the almost year since we've started Go Tell Us to the Wall podcast. I'm hoping that they'll go into, like, the Smithsonian one day. They're not going to the Smithsonian one day. I always joke about that. They're not. Mm, they're not. They're not. Uh, they will probably get thrown away or burned or whatever else. I'm sure one day when I'm dead and gone, my daughter will <laughs> throw all these away. The good thing is there will be some kind of video evidence out there. Uh, but I do have this little outline, and I'm going to change things up a little bit because I was going to get a little fired up here. Uh, but I do want to talk about one really important thing. Everything I talk about, one important thing. Everything I talk about is important, right? Wall fans, right? No, it's not. Uh, but this is one particularly important subject that I want to bring to bring at the forefront to everyone. Everyone listening, watching, whatever you're doing, uh, check this out. It has this one has been shared on Facebook.com/go tell to the wall, uh, and that is a GoFundMe. Uh, For a friend of mine, uh, his name is John Rosenberg. Uh, He's actually, I would call him a good friend. I have not known him that long. Uh, However, I do know his brother very well. I've talked about his brother, Seth, on the podcast before in a couple of Burning Man segments. Uh, Seth is like a brother to me. His fiance is literally like a, I mean, we joke. She is my little big sister, big, however we, I can't remember. Sometimes I just get all fired up. She is like a sister to me. Just absolutely. Uh, And they're getting married. Uh, and John is his brother who happens to be his, his best man, uh, for when they, you know, they're getting married very soon, actually. Oh my gosh. They're so close to getting married. I'm not going to give that date. I don't know. Paparazzi be showing up there or something. (laughs) Not for me, uh, for Seth and Juliet, because they are important people. I am a nobody. Uh, however, John's son, Alec was born with, and I'm not going to get in all the details. You can read the entire GoFundMe to get all of the details, uh, because there's some medical details and stuff like, not fine details, but there's with exact terms and everything else. Uh, his, his One of his twin sons was born with CP, cerebral palsy. Um, and he's actually pretty well functioning for the most part, from my understanding. I've not met this kid. Uh, I will, I'm sure I'll meet him at the wedding. Um, I'm not sure. I, I hope I will. Uh, however, it does affect his legs and the nerves in his legs. He has some trouble walking. He uses a certain kind of brace to help him walk. And so after doing some research... They found a surgery uh, for his legs that will help him to walk and help him in the long run, really, as he becomes an adult and has to continue dealing with this chronic pain, uh, this chronic nerve issue, and everything else. Well, John has set up a GoFundMe page to help pay for these medical expenses because it is a medical expense to take uh, their son from New York, To St. Louis for the actual surgery, and then he's going to deal with about a year's worth of rehab and essentially learning how to walk again. So they have set up a GoFundMe to help defer some of this cost. That GoFundMe was shared to the Facebook page. If you can't get to the Facebook page, I'm going to try to share it just everywhere. Uh, I don't know that we shared it on the Twitter account just yet, but I'll work on that as well. Um, Or... If you can't get to any of those things, you know, shoot me a message, whatever it is, I will get you the link uh, and really just every little bit helps. So I'm calling on all of you wall fans, whether it's a dollar, whether it's $5, whether it's $50, just help out any way you can. I can 100% vouch for this GoFundMe page and that it will go to somebody in absolute need. You will be helping a young child with cerebral palsy essentially learn to walk again. And that is common sense and that's what we do is we lift each other up here at go tell to the wall and we help out anyone in any way that we can so get with it wall fans all right let's skip i'm I'm gonna go one more thing too so i put this in social media simply because this is a big thing in the social media world it isn't necessarily related to social media and the funny things and the ridiculous things that we talk about quite a bit But I did find it interesting, uh, and that is Apple is currently blocking ads that follow you from site to site. If you don't understand what that means, those of you watching and and listening or watching on YouTube, uh, essentially, you may notice that if you Google something or search for something, or even if you're talking, this is, I know, it's scary, but get over it, people, get over it, talking about something, and your phone is nearby, might be picking that up. And then you go to like Facebook or some other site and you're getting advertisements from those companies that maybe you were talking about or from a site that you visited. Well, in this day and age, this is how marketing works. This is how advertising works because it's not the same old traditional advertising that you saw on Mad Men, you know, Madison Avenue and the, this multi-tiered marketing campaign. No, 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 They've the, the marketing industry has had to turn a complete 180. I don't want to say a complete 180, but they've had to turn things around and learn how to track these things and how to market to people. And Apple's turning that on his head. Really, uh, one marketing exec came out and said that it was essentially marketing sabotage uh, for Apple. And part of me sees where Apple is coming from, but part of me is also, you know what, this is the world we live in. And as, as, as scary as it is to me to sometimes see those advertisements within my feed or whatever it might be, it's just part of the world we live in. It's just part of the world we live in. Oh gosh, i got to make a note right now. This is what happens, wall fans. When I'm not on for like two weeks, and we lose track of stuff, and uh, uh, that's gonna go later in the show. All right, doing okay out there, Facebook Live fans. All right, that's good. They they can't they see that's the thing. They're gonna get they're gonna get that in like two minutes, and then two of, you know a couple people are gonna come. Yeah, we're doing, it. and then I've moved on to another subject. But that's the beauty of Facebook Live. There's a little bit of a lag there when it comes to Facebook Live. A little bit of a lag. Okay. One more thing I want to talk about on social media, and this is just scratching the surface of what we were going to get into this week for episode 31, despite the fact that we are 15 minutes into this episode, we we're only scratching the surface. And that's a certain hashtag that came out last Sunday, maybe Saturday, Saturday or Sunday that I happened to notice. So if you've been on any kind of social media over the past week, you've seen a little hashtag called take a Knee. hashtag take a Knee. Now, I'm not going to explain in depth where that came from. But you've seen it. You've probably heard of it. You know what's going on. I have friends that don't like sports at all that were watching football last Sunday because of hashtag take a knee. And I support hashtag take a knee 100%. 100%. Why? Because they are kneeling for racial injustice in this country. And really, you're going to argue with somebody that wants To end racial injustice in this country. That's what's happening, wall fans. That's what's happening. They're giving them a hard time. Well, new hashtag came out along with hashtag take a knee. And that would be hashtag take a knee to the face. Think about that for a second. I'll let it soak in for a second, wall fans. Hashtag take a knee to the face. This was in response to hashtag take a knee. Now, think about what those who are against kneeling for the anthem have talked about. You need to respect the military. You need to respect the flag. You need to respect this country. And what is the main thing that those that are kneeling are discussing when it comes to racial injustice? Violence against minorities. So how does the other side meet this hashtag take a knee? With fucking violence. That's how they do it with violence think about that think about that not hashtag respect the military not hashtag stand for the flag not hashtag what is that uh M- MAGA or- orange menace is a little saying MAGA M- make America great again yeah none of those hashtags no we're gonna meet peaceful protest with violence that's what we're gonna do think about that wall fans take a knee to the face really furthering the reason why this protest should be happening. Violence. Take a knee to the face. Take a knee to the face. Think about it. It's the country we live in. People think that's okay. People meet peaceful protest with violence. With violence. Blatant, unnecessary violence. Now, I don't think anyone was putting a knee to anyone's face for real. But why? 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 And they think that's okay. People posting this thinks it think it's okay. Oh, and not to mention, what was one of the big things that was happening last weekend? We're going to talk about more of this as the show goes on. But I'm going to talk about this one part right now. So the whole big thing that everyone's standing on, and I talked about at the top of the show, how it is not disrespect for the military. It is not disrespect for the flag. It's not disrespect for this country. And to begin with, it wasn't even disrespect for the Orange Menace. It wasn't. And so how do the people that are against this protesting, who their main platform is you respect the flag and the anthem because that is how you respect the military and this country. How do a bunch of fans greet that last Sunday? How do they? How do they? With booze. With booze. Here's the hypocrisy, Wall fans. Here's the hypocrisy. You need to stand up and you need to respect that stupid song and that flag and the military and everything else. Don't get me wrong. I have respect for the flag and I have respect for the military 100%. But you're telling me that they're disrespecting the flag and that's why you're upset? However, while that song is playing, you boo at the top of your lungs? Do you see the hypocrisy here? Chances are, if you're listening to this, I didn't have to actually point that out. But I'm going to talk about it, and I'm going to call out these take-a-knee-to-the-face people and these booing people and everything else. Oh, and yes, let me tell you, if any of you are out there listening, you came across this video or whatever it is, if you're one of those people that thinks that that is terrible, that, that Colin Kaepernick is kneeling in respect, or that any of those other players are kneeling in respect, let me ask you a question. When you're watching sports at home, And the National Anthem plays. Do you stand up? Do you remove your hat? Do you put your hand over your heart? Chances are you don't. You don't. I don't. I still stand at games. I don't do it at home. Think about that too, Wall fans. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about the flag. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about that flag. Oh my gosh. We have a little thing in this country called the flag code. And it's amazing. It's amazing. How much hypocrisy goes on. With this flag code and the fact that people are upset because someone is kneeling. And let me bring up one more point before we get into TV, film, and books regarding Colin Kaepernick. He started this protest last season. For the first couple games that he did, it, one or two games, he sat on the bench. Because that's how he wanted to show his protest for racial injustice in this country. He was protesting racial injustice again. What he did was he talked to a former NFL player named Nate Boyer who happened to be a Green Beret. Green Beret in the military. Decorated Green Beret. And he said, do you think this is okay? And Nate Boyer said, you know what? I think sitting can be construed as a little disrespectful. Now, when we go visit our fallen soldier, another fallen soldier's grave, we kneel in respect. I think you should kneel in respect, but you're still showing that you're protesting racial injustice. And so Colin Kaepernick, out of respect for the military, started to kneel instead of sitting because he realized that the sitting could be construed as disrespectful. Kneeling. Really, in most instances, a sign of frickin' respect. But everyone's up in arms. All right, we'll talk a little more about that as we move along here. Jen, I don't have my glasses on. I'm having trouble reading your your comment on my... uh, yeah, I do prefer words, too. I'm, I'm looking at comments on here. Sometimes my, my, I don't have, I, it's hard to wear glasses. I actually wear glasses. It's hard to wear my glasses with my headphones. So sometimes some of the comments are a little difficult to read. I see little emojis a lot, uh, but some of the text-heavy ones um, are harder to read. I do prefer words as well, which is why I go on a podcast and go live on Facebook and throw it on YouTube and, and have the podcast posted everywhere because I like talking to a wall. I'm never getting violent. I don't get violent takes a lot to get me violent it really does it really does it takes a lot all right tv film and books let's talk a little bit about this tv film and books all right game of thrones i know everyone's just itching for it to come back and we've got a long wait i found something interesting a week or two ago Uh, if you're not aware with this last season of game of thrones Hackers actually got footage of a few of the episodes. I don't follow it closely. I actually avoid it because I don't want spoilers from like leaked episodes and stuff. So I don't know. I don't remember offhand exactly how many episodes leaked uh, or anything else like that. But I will tell you that Game of Thrones is getting out ahead of this. And so what they're doing for the finale next season, which will be the series finale. Series is over. No more Game of Thrones. It's over. For that finale... They're going to film multiple versions of the finale, which I imagine the cast is loving um, because they're going to get paid more. (laughs) That's how it works. Uh, Chris, if you're still on the live feed, that's how it works. They're going to be on set for a long time. Uh, The crew isn't going to love it, but the the cast is probably going to love it. And they're doing this to fight piracy. So if we have some episodes leaked next season, hopefully it's one of the fake episodes. Uh, like I said, I avoid them. I avoid all of the, the leaked episodes because I don't want spoilers. I want to enjoy it myself. I do watch it as soon as it comes out on HBO, uh, but I do respect the process. Um, and I'm not a big fan of piracy. I just, I'm not. I'm not searching for, like, streams of other things. And, uh, you know, for me, honestly, if I, if I can't watch it, I just don't. I just don't. In fact, I'll talk about something that really isn't on my radar because I've never been a big fan, not to talk down on it. Uh, but we're going to talk about that a little bit and and not being able to watch popular shows uh, as well. So keep an eye out. Game of Thrones next year, there's going to be th- like multiple different series finale, different endings and everything else. So watch the heck out of some hack things. You're probably you're probably going to get some spoilers, but you ain't going to know which one's which. You're just not you're not going to know which one's which. So get over it. Um, I know some people like getting these episodes as soon as possible. I I can wait. You know it is irritating waiting like a year and a half, uh, but I can wait. I don't need illegally hacked, pirated episodes. I just I don't. Um, another show actually sticking to TV that I just found, and this one I actually just found today, and I threw it into the podcast for tonight uh, because I'm enjoying it. Uh, that's true. The crew will get paid more for shooting more days or longer. Uh, but they're probably going to put them on 16 hour days, Chris, and you know, and you know that. Whereas the, the actors are going to, the cast is going to be like, I'm going to my trailer for two hours while they film, blah, blah. blah. Um, but you're right. They're all going to love it. They're all going to love it. Plus you're filming in like Wales. It's gorgeous out there. I know for a fact I've been there. It's gorgeous. It's freaking gorgeous. Um, all right, moving along. This show I just found today, randomly. I was sitting eating some lunch while my daughter was napping um, and just needed something random to throw on, and I heard good things about it. I checked out the show called Atlanta, um, and it's, it's actually on Hulu right now. It's an FX show, uh, but Hulu has the first season, which I, I want to say aired just a few months ago. This is a very recent show. If you're not familiar with Atlanta, it stars an actor named Donald Glover. If you're not familiar with Donald Glover, uh, check out a show called Community, and if you've seen Community, you just don't know the Donald Glover name. Uh, Donald Glover was in Community. Um, he was Troy in on the show Community. Uh, I've always i found him very entertaining. His stand-up is very entertaining as well. This is kind of a it's it's a drama, but it does have some comedic aspects to it. Which honestly, I, w- I was laughing a few times at one of one one character in particular on Atlanta. Uh, but I would recommend checking that out, especially if you already have Hulu. Check out one episode. I'm not gonna sit here and guarantee that you like it. I've only watched one episode, but I'm intrigued, and I will probably watch more of this uh, a- as I have time. Probably as my daughter's napping, uh, you know, as or maybe after my wife goes to sleep at night. I usually get like a little half hour, 45 minutes of of like, you know, Sean time, <laughs> for lack of a better word. So maybe I'll watch it then. Um, and the thing I tease a little bit at the top of this segment was the new Star Trek. Now, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan. Uh, I don't I don't think it's weird or anything. I just I just never got into Star Trek. I watched a little bit of Next Generation uh, because that was a primetime show in the 90s. It was kind of one of those Star Trek, like everyone kind of got into, at least a little bit into it. I wasn't super into it, but it You know, it was a primetime show. It was on at like 8 or 9 o'clock on a network uh, station. I can't remember which station, but I watched it a little bit. I've just never been a huge Star Trek fan. I, I, I don't know a lot about it. Uh, but they have, they have a new Star Trek. Uh, that came out, and it's, it's well, I was going to say it's on CBS. CBS has it. CBS uh, has the rights to it. The interesting thing here is what CBS has done now only in this country. Every other country around the world is able to to consume Star Trek and in other mediums. They're able to get it other ways. Uh, CBS in the U.S. has decided that it will only be on CBS All Access. If you're not familiar with CBS All Access, that's essentially... Hulu, but just for CBS. Now, we've talked about this on the podcast so many times, and that this is where we're going. Disney's doing this shit with, the, with all their programming and all of their movies and everything else, and they're like, well, we don't need Netflix. So, we're, we're coming close, Wall fans, to a point, and, and CBS is just a prime example of it, where you're going to have to have multiple subscriptions to all these different networks just to consume your regular old television. Consume your regular old television shows. And CBS is doing it by putting Star Trek... Only on CBS All Access, which means you have to pay, I believe it's either 7 or $8 a month. And if you want it without commercials, it's going to be $10 a month. So if you're a Star Trek fan, it's going to cost you $10 a month just to watch a stupid tar- Star Trek show. I'm not saying the show is stupid. I'm just saying the concept of having to, to purchase a subscription just for one show is ludicrous. They're not even airing it on CBS broadcast over the air. They're just putting it on this All Access thing, uh, and it is absolutely... Bull honky. It is absolute bull honky. And uh, we shouldn't stand for this. We shouldn't stand for this. Now, if you want to charge for CBS All Access, that's fine. This should be broadcast over the air to begin with, and then people will have to get it on CBS All Access. I, I, I don't love that, but I can get behind that. I can get behind that. However, to put it only on CBS All Access, a, a Hulu for one network that's only going to have CBS shows, ludicrous. Ludicrous. So, sorry, sorry, Star Trek fans. I'm just sorry. All right. Mr. Robot's coming back soon. I'm not going to talk a, bit, a lot about that. Uh, I do have another funny thing in the world of film, if you're not aware of this. And this didn't get a lot of traction. I'm not sure why, because this is hilarious and ridiculous all at the same time. So, uh, Burger King in Russia is actually trying to get the movie It banned. The movie It Banned in Russia see this this is what kills me and I'm gonna get back to this and I don't know if this is happening to anyone else Maybe it's just me and, and looking through social feeds too quickly and everything else I keep constantly I'm getting confused by it Because I keep seeing things and just this being one example It It's being banned in Russia or they're trying to get it banned in Russia And I see all these headlines and I still I'm used to this movie being so popular now but I still look at him like, what? What? What's being banned? What is it? What is it? And this is constantly happening to me. Constantly, I don't see it going away because they've got this freaking sequel in development and, and everything else. And I'm not a horror fan myself, but I know the movie's doing well and I know a lot of people have enjoyed it. But scrolling through news and social media is killing me because they keep, what is it that I end up clicking? And it's actually probably pretty brilliant on their part. Although this isn't, this isn't uh, it you know, the, whichever studio, I don't even know which studio is behind it. Uh, this isn't that studio actually doing this because these are just articles that are coming out, but it's kind of brilliant because they're getting extra clicks. Cause I just, I'm like, what is it? And then I click, I'm like, Oh, the movie. Oh yeah. The movie called it so much confusion, so much confusion. And then I started training myself to if capital I, capital T, that is it. And for some reason people, and this happened today, like within the burner community, everyone's deciding to Capitalize it, and they're like, "It's here," and I'm like, "Oh, I get so confused." This is probably just my feeble brain. I apologize. I can't process this kind of information. Oh gosh, that's what I was talking about. Uh, luckily, I did click on this article, and it kind of blew up a little bit since. But I'm just, I'm just surprised not more people aren't talking about it. So Burger King in Russia is trying to to ban the movie It from Russia from being shown in Russia. And the reasoning behind that is they say it is advertisement for McDonald's. That's right, because McDonald's has a clown, and it has a clown. Clearly, this movie is advertising for McDonald's. Hmm, think about that, Wall Fans. Hmm. Now, if I saw It, and I had the choice between going to a fast food joint that had a clown in it, and a fast food joint that didn't have a clown in it, I'm probably going to the one without the clown. So Burger King should actually be thanking the makers of It, because they're probably driving, kid, like, maybe a kid gets a, gets a, you know, catches part of it or whatever. And, and it's been around forever. There was a miniseries in the 90s. Like, you can see this thing. And they're terrified of clowns. They ain't going to McDonald's. They, they just ain't going to do it, you know. Now don't show your kids it. Don't be showing your kids it. Kids probably shouldn't be seeing that. I, I'm not sure. I haven't seen it myself. They shouldn't have been watching the miniseries in the 90s. I remember watching that one. Oh, God. Uh, scary enough. And this new one definitely, I'm sure, is much scarier. Um, like I said, I'm not a horror fan. I respect horror, but I, I won't be seeing it anytime soon, probably ever. I just I, I, I probably won't. Uh, but that's the ridiculousness coming out of Russia these days. Um, so apparently some people in Russia that don't have anything to do these days, like buying ridiculous fake ads on Facebook in the U.S., um, this is what they have to do instead. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so somebody give them something to do because this is ridiculous. Hopefully not something corrupting the United States government as they have recently been doing, uh, putting that orange menace in there. I know I'm obsessed with Orange Menace. It was almost Agent Orange. I, I I was I was going through these concepts in my head, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna rip into them. We're going for it. It's not political. It's common sense. And uh, I didn't want to be insulting to the fantastic band out of Orange County from the 90s called Agent Orange. So Orange Menace, which really rolls off the tongue a little better. I can see view. I can see my live views going down. We do, we do have some some political pundits that, that listen to the podcast, and we will probably be losing all of them with episode 31. But it's okay, because uh, Chris and his beautiful wife, Bridget, will still be on the podcast, so I will still have my on-air producer. Which reminds me, where is Bridget? Chris? She would be enjoying this one, because why? I'm yelling at the wall. When I'm yelling at the wall, my on-air producer, Bridget, uh, very much enjoys it, because I get a little fired up. Probably turn a little red there on the face. I'm not that fired up right now, but I will get a little more fired up. Um, one more thing in TV film books, and this would be in the TV realm. ESPN and ABC are in a dispute with a bunch of cable companies. Again, if you're don't, if you not familiar with what this means, let's say you're a cable subscriber, and let's say they're in a dispute with Time Warner Cable, uh, and this would be over... What time, over the amount of money that Time Warner pays to, to ESPN and ABC, really essentially Disney, uh, to be able to carry their channels on their cable network to their subscribers. Uh, and they're in a dispute. So chances are, if you're on one of these cable networks that is currently disputing with Disney, uh, you could be in danger of losing ESPN and ABC very soon probably doesn't matter because I have a feeling Bob and Disney are just going to pull all this stuff and they're probably going to do what CBS is doing and you're probably gonna have to pay 20 dollars a month just to watch a stupid Disney show or watch Monday Night Football on ESPN or watch I don't even know what's on ABC anymore oh blackish oh man I might actually pay to watch blackish mm. if you're not familiar with blackish check it out it's coming back next week um, if, if you're upset about Colin Kaepernick and you think he's disrespecting the flag don't watch blackish. Don't watch Blackish. You know why? Blackish got a lot of common sense, and if you're one of those people that think he's disrespecting the flag, you don't have any common sense. So Blackish probably not for you. Blackish probably not for you. If you think he's protesting the military in this country, Blackish not for you. If you realize that he's protesting racial injustice in this country, Blackish is definitely for you. I promise you that. So check it out. It's coming back next Tuesday. A little advertisement for Disney. You know they ain't paying me no money. <laughs> They're definitely not paying me no money, except for my pension that's sitting there. Yeah, eight years of Disney gives you a pension they send me something every couple months. You want to cash out this pension? Hell no, Mouse. That's going to sit there until I'm 65. That's right. You're going to keep my money until I'm 65, and you will keep adding into it. That's how a pension works. Tell me to cash it out. Get the hell out of here, Mouse. All right, move on to some music. I just want to touch really quickly on a little band called Imagine Dragons. You've all heard of them. You've all heard of them. They are essentially the ballad-writing like the anthem ballad writing uh, band that's out right now, they got a little song called Thunder. They had On Top of the World. They all this, all this ridiculous stuff. Believer, um, and I am finding myself currently obsessed with Imagine Dragons. Um, I, I had both their albums, and I was listening to them previously, um, and I got their most recent album like a couple weeks ago. And now I've just it, it's kind of been not that album, but really all of the Imagine Dragon songs that I own have pretty much been on repeat. Uh, So check them out. If you haven't, uh, you've probably heard like thunder and all this other stuff. If you enjoy those songs, check out their lesser known non-single songs. I enjoy them thoroughly. Uh, Also in the music realm, give me motion. We haven't talked about give me motion in a little while. He's got some new music videos coming out soon. They're currently working on some music videos, uh, and I know the album just got posted on a couple of new mediums as well, Um, so check that out. Give Me Motion, video's coming soon. Subscribe on YouTube, just search Give Me Motion. Give them a like on Facebook, uh, and subscribe on Spotify. I'm not a Spotify user myself, uh, but subscribe on Spotify. I'm subscribed on Spotify. I just don't use Spotify for consuming that much music. I bought the Give Me Motion album, and it sits there in my, you know, Jeez, I was transferring. I, had, I, we just set up a home server in my house, like a, like a cloud server, and I had to. I was moving all of my, my music there. I kid you not, it took three days. It took three days, uh, and that might be because I have like forty-seven. Day- you could start my music library playing, and it would not stop for something like forty-seven days. It's ridiculous. So that's how I consume my music. It's nothing against Spotify. I bought the Give Me Motion album. However, if you don't want to buy the album, which you should, you should support. Local artists, come on, especially because I'm telling you to buy it, give me motion. But if you don't want to, subscribe on Spotify and you get all the music on there. I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm too a little too old for the Spotify. I don't want to say I'm too old. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not millennially enough because I think you can be kind of millennial-ish if you're in your 50s. You know, it, you just can. I'm just not. I like. Snapchat and all this. Yeah, no. It's too much. It's too much to keep track of. It's too, that That's the same thing as having like 18 different subscriptions to be able to watch freaking television. Like, no, I can't do that. I can't. It's too much to keep track of. I have enough trouble keeping track of my podcast. I've I've, I've literally a handwritten, handwritten little checklist here. Those of you on Facebook Live, you're going to be seeing this on YouTube. I have a little handwritten. This is handwritten. This ain't even like digital. And this is my checklist for when I come into the studio and I don't want to screw things up. This is my final checklist to make sure everything is online and working properly. Still using that pen and paper. Pen and paper, that's me. Uh, But if you're a Spotify user, if you're way cooler than I am, check out Give Me Emotion on Spotify. All right, let's get into a little bit of tech. I'm gonna breeze through some of this stuff because I wanna make sure I leave a good 15, 20 minutes here uh, to talk about some sports. Um, We're having some more fun with the, uh, the Oh, my gosh, what do they call it? Like the digital assistant, home speaker, smart speaker things. And that would be with the Echo. Found a article a couple weeks ago. There was a woman uh, who had an Echo and was getting Amazon packages, like randomly, at different times. And it was stuff she ordered, but she was getting it at times she didn't order it. And she's going, what is going on here? Why am I, is somebody hacking my account? Blah, blah. Um, and after trying to figure it out for a while, she heard Her parrot. Her parrot sitting in the house, uh, who imitated her and ordered a package on Amazon <laughs> through the Amazon Echo. Uh, so if you have a home smart speaker an Amazon Echo, Google home, any of those, uh, and you have a parrot, be careful cause they might be ordering you stuff. They might be buying you stuff. Who knows? You never know. Check it out. I found that amusing. Uh, and there's some new on the, on the subject of Echo, there's some new Amazon hardware that just came out. They've got a couple of new Echoes and all this different stuff. Um, so check them out on Amazon. I haven't looked at it too closely, but it it was, like, just announced. I will, su- I will tell you one thing. They have a new thing uh, that's coming out. It's, like, a smaller Amazon View that has a camera built in. I'll tell you, I thank God. I thank God every day that I'm married for multiple reasons. One of them would be, I mean, for the big reasons, obviously, but one of those reasons is it is scary dating these days. So think about this, and especially... You know, I I don't mean it in a sexist way. I I mean especially women because men are dirty and grungy and gross and they do stupid things. Uh, and that would be a, to be aware of these things, these little Amazon things that you can really put anywhere, have a camera built in. Which means, you know, let's say you've been dating someone. You, don't, you know them, but you don't know them that well. And you go home to their house and they've got one of these in their bedroom. Hmm. Think about that. What they could be doing with it now? Granted, they could have something hidden anywhere. There was a show, "How I Met Your Mother," and the the womanizing character on there, Barney, like <laughs> he had some cameras set up. In there. That was a joke. Uh, but it's just amazing that we live in this world where you have to be worried about that. In fact, I came across an article today that said uh, Amazon's new hardware makes it easy to sneak a camera into the bedroom. Whoa! 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 And just reason number 862 i thank god i'm married oh god Uh, also some new google hardware was announced a bunch of stuff the new pixel that's coming out and some other stuff as well Uh, the thing i'm most excited about is the google home mini that's right the google home mini uh, which is essentially a miniature version of the google home uh, at a discounted price they're coming i believe they're coming out at 49 dollars. they don't have that powerful speaker built in uh, but I will, I will be going out and buying one of them right as they come out. If, if my wife allows me, i would probably be buying two because I'd love to put one in my studio as well as one in the bedroom. This isn't something that has a camera on it. This is different from the Echo. I just want it in the – hi, Bridget. I just want it in the, the bedroom so I can wake up in the morning and be like, Google, tell me the weather today uh, because as, as, as much as I'm not millennial-ish, uh, I do <laughs> love the, the, uh, the uh, uh, smart speakers and stuff. Oh, boy, do I love it. Sometimes I want to throw mine out the window, my Google Home, uh, because it gets frustrating, but I still love it um uh, one other thing in the tech realm and that would be new itunes came out that's right a new itunes and they are focusing mainly on music podcasts and videos like television shows films and everything else so if you're an itunes user an apple user any of that type of stuff you know use a plug in your iphone or you would plug in your ipod touch or your ipad and it would sync all of your apps more than just your music television shows and everything else well apple has removed all of that from itunes Um, And I find it interesting. I don't know that this is a good or bad thing. I think it's just there because you still have the app store like on your iPad. I have my iPad. I'm still still using the iPad. I'm waiting until the contract is up on my other tablet and I will most likely be switching to that new badass uh, Samsung Galaxy uh, tab that came out, which is ridiculous, has the integrated pen and everything. But I enjoy my iPad. I still have it, um, so I don't know that this really matters at all. It's just if if you're a big iTunes user, you'll probably notice that when you open up iTunes or when you update or when you open your iPad or your iPhone or iPod Touch or iWatch or I don't know whatever then whatever else they have iHead. That's the next thing. That's what's coming out with the next Apple announcement. iHead. You just you take the, and you just, it and just it's just it's a complete head. You no longer need your head, Wall fans. iHead. Watch. Steve Jobs is and Steve Jobs. No, Tim Cook. Tim Cook is is probably watching this video right now. Eyehead, that's brilliant. No, it's not. It's not Tim. It's not brilliant. Okay, let's get into sports here. Bridget, let me let me bring you up to date for the the rest of this. We are not calling. See, Eyehead trademark. Ah, trademark the Eyehead. Uh, I'm going to bring you up to date, Bridget, because you missed the top of the show. And one thing that was important that we talked about is we're not calling it the anthem protest. We're going to get into a lot of this right now. We're not calling it the anthem protest because it's not an anthem protest. It's not a military protest. It's not a flag protest. It is a racial injustice protest. So that now that you're up to date, my our producer has joined us. She's probably putting the kids to sleep. I know how it is. I know how it is. Um, so let's get into some sports. I want to kick this off with one thing. And then I've got a couple feel-good stories. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the Orange Menace some more um where am i losing my play oh so we're gonna talk sports but i'm seeing something happen quite a bit like lately and this is actually something that for the most part i i do agree with and that would be as you know if you've been a wall fan for a while if you've listened to the podcast watched the videos anything else you know I, i stay out of politics I'm a registered independent. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I think it's I think it's bullshit that you have to put yourself in a box. You know? In fact, the one thing I respect about the Orange Menace, and it'll probably be the only thing I respect ever about him, is that he pissed off Republicans by joining with Democrats on something. I gotta be honest, I appreciate that because that is one thing is that he's showing it's not all about party. Now. I think he did that just to piss off some Republicans. I don't think he was doing it to be bipartisan. Um, But that is the one thing I can sit there and say, okay, this shouldn't be about Republicans versus Democrats. It should be about the United States of fucking America. It's not about politics. It's not about Congress. It's It's not about sticking it to another party. It's about the people in this goddamn country. That's what it's about. And I always hear this saying. Keep politics out of sports. Keep politics out of entertainment. And they always say, you know, people are calling out actors. And so, why are you talking about politics? Just stick to acting. Athletes like Colin Kaepernick. Why are you talking about politics? Well, for one, he's not talking about politics. Because racial injustice isn't political. This is common sense. This is morality. That's what that is. So he's not talking about politics. Here's the thing, though. That gets shut down right away. And let me tell you why if you're not aware. This orange menace that's sitting in the White House, he's not a politician. He's a television star. That's what he is. In fact, I knew who he was before The Apprentice and everything else. If he hadn't had The Apprentice or run for president or been a loudmouth gas bag, an entire generation of people probably wouldn't have known who he was. Except that he's a television star. He's a television star. He's a freaking reality TV actor. And he made his way into politics. Not only is he a reality television actor, he owned a football team in the 80s. That's right. Thank you, Bridget. (laughs) (laughs) Not a reality television actor. I wouldn't call him a star. I would not call him a star either. That's why Brit. that's why Bridge is my other producer. Don't call the Orange Menace a star. He's not a star. Um. But the Orange Menace also owned a football team in the 80s. Not an NFL team. No, 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 no. In the failed USFL, he owned a football team. He also tried to buy the Buffalo Bills a couple years ago. So don't give me this BS about keep politics out of sports. Because they're intertwined now. And once he stood on that stage in Alabama last Friday and called people kneeling for racial injustice, sons of bitches, he brought politics to the front door of sports. That's what he did. That's what he did. Let's talk about a couple feel-good stories real quick, and I want to talk a little bit about J.J. Watt. I've mentioned him on the podcast before. He is a star football player for the Houston Texans. He was collecting donations uh, after Hurricane Harvey. He set an initial goal of like five hundred thousand dollars or something, and kept having to raise that goal. Uh, he's close to thirty million. He might have, might already be at thirty million by now. I haven't checked in a little while, but he did come out and say where that money was going. Now, first of all, they sent out a bunch of trucks, bunch of huge trucks. You know, the 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 the. The tractor trailers that you see driving down the highway, full of supplies, out to victims in Houston. Turns out, that was all donated supplies and stuff. None of the money got touched for those trucks. So what he's doing is he's taking that $30 million around that uh, and working with local charities to make sure the money goes straight to Hurricane Harvey victims. He's not giving it to the American Red Cross. So good on you, J.J., Good on you! I love it, and I love what you're doing, uh, and I'm hoping that that money does get in the hands of, of the hands of people that need it. Uh, and another player for the Houston Texans would be Deshaun Watson. He's the quarterback. He's rookie rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans. Story came out this week that he donated his first paycheck, and you're sitting there like, first paycheck? No, 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 no! He's a professional athlete, which means his first paycheck, his first game check. They play 16 games in the NFL, so when you see these guys have, are making you know 12 to 20 million a year, divide that by 16, that's what the dude's paycheck is. Now he's a rookie; his paycheck isn't in the, isn't a million dollars or anything, but we're not talking, you know, a regular nine to five paycheck. No, we're talking about a twenty seven thousand dollar paycheck that Deshaun Watson took and donated to three women that work in the cafeteria. Uh, for the Houston Texans, at the stadium. And they all three of the women were affected by Hurricane Harvey. And he gave his first first game paycheck to them, split it among them. Now, he's a rookie. We're not talking, you know, we ain't talking Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr up in Oakland that signed that he's the highest-paid quarterback in the league, like 27th. Ah, I, I tip my driver that, you know, at Christmas. No, no. Granted, I'm sure he's comfortable. He's not living in a cardboard box right now but you got to respect that you got to respect that you got to respect it in fact i want to remind everyone out there especially if you're still listening and, and you're, you call yourself a christian uh, however you support racism and everything else uh, i'm going to go ahead and throw a little bible a little bible story out there for you and that's the story of, of the rich guys who are going to donate to the temple first guy comes along and i'm using arbitrary numbers five thousand dollars And the second guy comes along, second rich man comes along, I'll give $10,000. And again, nothing off their back. And a poor old woman comes up and gives two cents. It's her last two cents. I ask you wall fans, who gave the bigger donation? Who gave the bigger donation? Think about it. Get back to me. Get back to me. If you have to think about it, probably shouldn't be listening to Go Tell Us the Wall. I'll be honest. Because that's a pretty easy one to answer. Ha 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 ha. We have reached a point, Wall fans. Real sa- that is real sacrifice. Thank you, Bridget. All right. Let's talk a little bit more sports. A little bit more sports here. In fact, we're not even going to get to this little bit of common sense. I've been sitting on one particular common sense story for, honest to God, like a month and a half. And I'm going to try to get to it. But I'm probably not going to get to it. Here's what we're going to talk about, Wall fans. That would be the anthem protests. Now, I've been going off on the Orange Menace a little bit today. And that's the point we're at, and I don't care if we lose fans, I just don't care. Those of you that support me yelling at a wall and calling out hypocrites on their shit, share this with some friends, because we're going to have to build an audience after tonight, because I know, I already know we lost some fans. And you know what? I don't care. Because I'll call an orange menace and orange menace. Now, we all saw these protests happening last week, and I've been talking about it throughout the show. A couple things I want to unpack here. So there's a bunch of videos that were circulating around the internet. Fans who were upset at players protesting for racial injustice, for taking a knee, for joining arms, or whatever, because they felt like the anthem was disrespected, the flag was disrespected, the military was disrespected. I've already unpacked the hypocrisy there. We're not going to get into that again. But a bunch of videos came out with these fans of certain teams burning their jerseys, burning their, their gear, burning their season tickets. What's funny about this to me is there were three videos that I saw in particular. These three videos, among them, one was a Steelers fan burning his Steelers gear. One was a Ravens fan burning his Ravens season tickets. The third one was a Washington fan. As you know at Go Tell It to the Wall, we don't use the Washington team name. We call them the Washington football team because they have an insensitive team name. Let's unpack this for a second, Wall fans. So these three sets of fans were really upset because some players kneeled for the national anthem. So the Steelers fan burned his jersey and all of his gear because of the protests. But he didn't burn his jerseys and all of his gear a few years ago when the quarterback of his team, Ben frickin' Roethlisberger, Was accused of sexual assault. Not once. Twice. Wall fans. And had to settle. Twice. Accused of sexual assault. So some dudes kneeling. That made you upset. But the sexual assault. That didn't make you upset, huh? Nothing to get mad about there. What about the Ravens fan? Burning his season tickets. Hmm. Interesting. See, the Ravens' their most recognizable player of all time is a guy named Ray Lewis, who was actually on the field this past Sunday with the Ravens. I've called out Ray Lewis on this show before. You know why? He was tried, convicted, and went to jail for obstruction of obstruction of justice in a murder. A murder. If you unpack that story more, you realize that he basically ordered the murder of another human being. But no, that didn't get you to burn your Ravens season tickets. Some guy's kneeling, peacefully kneeling for racial injustice. That made you burn your season tickets, huh? Oh, okay. And the last one is Washington, which honestly, I would love to see every Washington fan on the face of the earth burn their gear. Because of how insensitive it is. So you're mad because some dudes are kneeling, but you're not mad that your team is completely insensitive to the indigenous people of this country. Oh, no, no, I don't care. Well, I don't care if I'm offending people. I don't care if we're making fun of really the real indigenous people of this country. These are the same dudes that wanna keep, wanna build a wall and keep Mexico, people from Mexico from immigrating to this country. But they have no problem putting down an entire race of people. They don't. They just don't. So there's a hypocrisy that we're unpacking here. There's a hypocrisy that we're unpacking. Because you know what? You can be upset. Everyone. That's the beauty of this country. Is everyone has a right to be upset. And we're seeing it right now. But if you're going to be a hypocrite, you're getting called out on it because that's common sense. It's common sense. We're going to call you out for being a hypocrite because it's common sense. Get your priorities straight, America. Get your priorities straight because right now, a lot of you have them backwards. You have them backwards. Peaceful protests for racial injustice. As far as I'm concerned, if you're speaking out against Colin Kaepernick and others kneeling down for racial injustice and you think it's wrong, you're speaking out against racial injustice. You're speaking out in favor of racial injustice. That's what you're doing. And don't give me this BS you got to stand and cover your heart and everything else. You don't stand up at home when the national anthem's on, when you're stuffing your face with nachos for the Super Bowl. You ain't standing. You're not. But some guy respectfully kneeling, ultimate sign of respect, kneeling, that's what upsets you. Not the fact that these pop singers come out here, because let me inform you, wall fans and the rest of America and Facebook Live and YouTube and everywhere else, that national anthem, you know when that was originally written and what it was intended for? As a march, as a marching song. So think about this, wall fans. That's how it should sound, not (laughs) that's what we hear every Sunday. (laughs) No, it should be a freaking March. But no, dude's kneeling for racial injustice. That's disrespectful. Some pop singer turning it into a show isn't disrespectful. Think about that. That's the hypocrisy in this country. Think about that. And you know, one more thing I'm going to get into real quick because we're running out of time here, and that would be the flag code. Ooh, we got this fun little thing in this country called the flag code. And you know what that is? Recommendations for how the flag should be handled. Okay. One of those things is when the flag is flown and the national anthem plays, you should stand. That is one of the recommendations in the flag code. I get it. I get it. No one's arguing that. No one's arguing that. We started a conversation. We just have to bring that conversation back to where it belongs, and that's racial injustice. And not what everyone else is turning it into. In fact, that's one thing I missed. This this whole thing is just an example of what happens in this country. We have some minorities protesting for racial injustice. So what happens? Some old white dudes take it. They take this little thing, which is great. Trying to bring awareness to it, to pe- bringing awareness to people that are being put down, that aren't receiving proper justice, and they take it and they make it seem like they're being persecuted. That's so freaking white. That is. And I'm a white man sitting here telling you that is so freaking white. That's what we do in this country. Say, oh, no, no, you can't do, oh, look how I'm being oppressed. Oh, you're so you're insulting the military and the flag and the country. No, you're just taking it and turning it around on you, which is exactly what has been happening to minorities in this country forever. So continue doing it. Because the good thing is there's people out here like me, like Bridget, like most of my wall fans that are going to call you out on it. Going to call you out on it. Taking the racial injustice. Oh, I'm so persecuted. Oh, you're insulting the military and the flag. No one's insulting the military. You're just trying to turn it around back on you and make it seem like you're persecuted. Oh, that flag code. Here's what I'll leave you with, wall fans. That flag code. Yeah, you should stand when the flag is flown and the national anthem is played. In my opinion, and really, if you look at it from a rational perspective, kneeling. Yes, you're not following that flag code. You're still being respectful. We all go to graves. You know, you go to veterans' uh, cemeteries and see people kneel at the grave. It's respect. You know what's not respect? Also in the flag code is you're not actually supposed to wear the flag in any shape or form. It shouldn't be made into clothing. You shouldn't have it draped over you. I'll tell you, man. You go to a NASCAR race? and You know, let me, let me, get, let me get into this. So no wearing the flag. Now just think about that. Turn on the television. Some dude's wearing the flag. In fact, Kid Rock. Kid Rock, possible future senator for this country. Oh, God. Oh, God. Did a concert like a week ago. Took an American flag, cut a hole in the middle of it, and put it over himself like a poncho. But yeah, some dude's kneeling for racial injustice. That's disrespecting the flag. Really? Do, do, do people out there hear themselves when they're talking? Oh, uh, and just another piece of the flag code. I know, Orange Menace is president, Bridget. Ugh, ugh. Orange Menace makes it okay. Orange Menace. Another part of the flag code is the flag should never be made into something that is to be thrown away. You know, like napkins, paper cups, plates. Yeah, go to Walmart before 4th of July, before Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, Budweiser. Freaking American flag cans crushed on people's heads. But no, no, that's not offensive to the flag. It's not offensive at all. But a dude kneeling for racial injustice, that's offensive. This is the one that gets me the most. Because it's literally happening, and I already talked about the booing, it's literally happening at the same time that everyone's freaking out about people protesting about racial injustice, kneeling for racial injustice. And that is, the flag should never actually be held flat. The flag should be hung from a pole and waving in the air at all times. It should never, ever, ever, ever be held flat. Watch a freaking football game, wall fans. You know what they do for most of those football games? They unfurl a gigantic flag and a bunch of idiots hold it out on the field, waving it around like an idiot. Just waving it, waving it like an idiot. Flag code wall fans. In fact, let's think about this one right now. Let's say you're a NASCAR fan. Let's say you're a NASCAR fan. You can roll to a NASCAR race and I guarantee you can go to a NASCAR race anywhere this weekend wherever wherever one of them is happening. You can roll to a NASCAR race wearing some American flag board shorts American flag tank top and American flag bandana carrying your hot dogs on your American flag plate probably don't have napkins because you're just wiping on your American flag tank top carrying your American flag Budweiser that you're going to drink and crush on your forehead. Think about that. Oh yeah, and you're not carrying an American flag flat no, But there's some dude at that NASCAR race that is waving around a Confederate flag from the losing side. The losing side. And what do people do? Oh, it's all right. It's culture. He's having fun watching a NASCAR race. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. But a guy kneeling for racial injustice, that's disrespectful. My pen just went flying. Can't do it anymore. Can't do it anymore. Wall fans, I just, it's, I'm turning red. I'm going to be the red menace soon. Red menace taking on the orange menace. I ain't taking on nobody. <laughs> He'll probably have some, oh my God. I have some redneck outside waving a Confederate flag, drinking a Budweiser tomorrow morning. Watch, watch. It'll happen. You know what? That's going to leave it for us tonight. I've got a few more things. I will say one thing because I've avoided it for quite a while and my wife actually pointed it out to me when I already had it on my list and that is the problem of fake service dogs. I'm going to unpack it a little more next week as well. And we're also going to talk a little bit about this mad pooper. Mm, If you haven't heard of it, don't Google it yet because we're going to talk about it next week. We're going to talk about it on episode 32. And in fact, next week, episode 32, will be recorded on October 5th. Which will be the one-year anniversary of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. One year ago, we launched Go Tell to the Wall podcast on the urging of my brother-in-law, Dante, my good friend, Perry, and my sister-in-law, Mary, as I've talked—Perry and Mary. Wow. Not on purpose, Wall fans. Wow. Uh, at their urging, and finally did it, and it's been a year now. Oh, hi, Betsy. You're joining at the very end. I highly recommend you 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 check this this one out. Betsy, you will thoroughly enjoy uh, this podcast episode. I know that for a fact. Uh, Betsy is my sister-in-law. She is not one of the ones that's going to be offended and stop listening to my podcast because she has some common sense, and I don't think she's a fan of the Orange Menace either. All right, we're going to finish up for tonight, but like I said, join us next Thursday, hopefully around 730 Uh, p.m. Pacific time because that's going to be the one year anniversary. In fact, I might get crazy and instead of beer bust out a little champagne. Oh, That might be crazy. That might be crazy. And the other elephant in the room, if you listen to episode 30 Yeah, sorry. Sorry. But you know what? We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. In fact, I'm going to have a ceremonial burning of the box from the beer that I will probably never drink again because that mofo got off the rails real quick oh oh so off the rails we were like off the rails in another country world i don't know uh, but that's going to do it for us come back next week same wall time same wall place uh oh as always subscribe on google play uh just search go tell us the wall subscribe on itunes uh check us out on podomatic we're actually we have a more robust Website run through Potomatic now. Um, it's it's still being worked on, but it's already more robust. It's going to continue to get a little more robust as you go. That is that is our host is Potomatic. Big shout out to Potomatic and all the great things that they do for us. Uh, you can also subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps, podcast app, websites, whatever it is. Like I said before, I, I'm always finding new pod and they're like, "Oh, your podcast is up here." I'm like, "Oh, cool, no idea, but that's great." Um, <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of my pop singer end <laughs> <laughs> I think uh as you know Bridget, I'm not the singer in the house I actually used to be a singer I used to sing in a church choir all right <laughs> that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I was saying, subscribe everywhere. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell the wall. Check us out on Twitter at uh, tell the wall pod at magic Muppet, uh, which is my personal Twitter account. Uh, and of course, coming soon is Sean O'Rourke live. So be ready for that as well. And please, everyone out there, if, if, if you're watching if on Facebook live, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you're listening anywhere, please tell a friend. If you enjoy the podcast, if you enjoy listening to me yell at a wall, uh once a week please tell a friend because we we want to build this audience um and obviously I know that go tell to the wall is not the most intriguing podcast out there but I do know that, that there are people out there that will enjoy it that do enjoy it and so we want to continue to spread that word as much as possible so tell your friends share it on Facebook whatever else you got to do get the word out there subscribe all those great things anyway This has been a lot of fun. I gotta be honest, it's been a lot of fun. I think once I embrace the fact that the Orange Menace is an Orange Menace, uh, we hit a good point, and that's where we're just going from here. The good thing is, we still don't have to be political, because it's all freaking common sense. Ooh, yes, so much common sense going on, so much common sense. Um, And, as always, thank you for joining. I appreciate all of you, I really do, Um, and, and... this, you know, I, I, I've, I've been pushing that hashtag have passion and I am passionate about this podcast. I am passionate about all of you out there and I am passionate about the support that you give. Uh, in fact, one of my good friends, art, uh, sent me a nice text message right after episode 30 where we had just a bit of a train wreck. Um, and just, I, I love those messages of support. So I love all of you. Um, and all the random fans that are sending messages on Facebook, we get those here and there as well. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I am as always the one and only Sean O'Rourke. This has been episode 31 of Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. Uh, And as always, Wall fans, no matter what you do, no matter who you meet, no matter why you do it, no matter where you go, always, 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 always use common sense.